Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it may be for you. My name is Caitlin Unland, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, also known as Be That Girl. Okay, my dog just stepped on my chest. That kind of hurt. I'm laying down while I'm recording because I'm being so lazy today. But to random story before we get started with this episode's content, I have been taking some half days for just various appointments and things of that nature these past few days from work, which is just like... If I could work a half day every day for the rest of my life, like I will work until I'm 80. It's so nice. <laughs> anyway, I came back from one of my half days to read my subs notes and they had nothing but like raving reviews, which I love my kids and my students to literal death. But like that is not normal. I have had teachers that are actually teaching the school cover one of my hours and they'll literally be like, I'm never doing that again. Don't ask me. How do you even do that? Like, I don't understand. And they're not they are not wrong. My classes are full with 32 kids, and it is normally a hot freaking mess. I'm 26. I'm young. So, like, I'm at a point in my life where sometimes I think the mess is still funny. <laughs> and, like, I can handle it. It doesn't bother me. In a couple of years, I'll probably be like, shut the fuck up. But right now, it's not that bad most days. But anyway, I just thought it was shocking that they actually had a compliment for once. So then I asked all of my classes, how was the sub? I was class, like, blah, 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 all that stuff. And one of my students raises their hand and says, the sub was so fun. She was so cool. Why can't she be our teacher all the time? Uh, my jaw dropped. It took me a second. And they saw nothing wrong with what they were saying. Like, I, they were like, why are you upset? And I was like, question mark, question mark you would rather have this sub than me, which I guess is your opinion. So it's fine. But like, you don't have to say it. You don't have to verbalize it out loud. Moral of the story, if anyone here ever wants to be a teacher, specifically a high school teacher, just know that you have to have extremely thick skin. Like, I mean, you're going to be insulted. They're going to read you for filth. Like they will say anything and everything that pops into their head and they don't even have any remorse about it, which is probably like the worst part. I have been told that my hair is ugly, that I need to get it done, that I have a baby bump with no baby. Like, all of these things. They'll ask me about my dating life, so I'll tell them, like, a school-appropriate story, you know. And then they'll be like, oh, he's cheating on you. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for that. You just have to be very um, secure in yourself or they'll literally eat you alive. Luckily for me, my high school mean girl days prepared me for this, so it doesn't really phase me anymore. But, like, I know some people can't handle it. So just keep that in mind if you ever want to be a teacher. Anyway, I don't know why that popped in my head. But, I, well, actually, I do. I've just been astonished these past few days at some of the shit that they have said to me. So I just had to get it off my chest. But, anywho, today we were talking about, quote, unquote, taking control of your life. The first thing specifically that I want to talk about is putting yourself out there. In, and this can go for anything, like career, dating, like – going to therapy, like anything like that. In the past year or so, I have completely turned my career life upside down. And probably the biggest reason why is because I am no longer afraid to put myself out there or ask for help or vocalize what I want or what I need in a situation. One of the biggest pieces of advice that I always give to my students is this. No one is going to come save you. No one is coming to save you. No one is planning on saving you. The only person that can save you is yourself and God. Now, depending on your religion, you might not believe the second part, and that's fine. What I'm saying is it is your life. 
the only person whose job it is to make that life what you want it to be is yours. If you need saving, if you need help, if you need something, anything, you have got to speak up. People are not mind readers. And the reality is that oftentimes we as individuals are too caught up in our own bullshit to even notice what anyone else needs unless they let us know and they vocalize it. No one is going to save you. So if there's a change that you want to make in your life, you have to be the one to make it. You can't wait for life to happen to you or expect that life is just going to change overnight. That's legitimately delusional. Let me talk you through some examples. As we all know, I'm a Pilates instructor. As if I don't already talk about it enough, you guys can tell me to shut the F up with my DMs if you need. Like if you're like, I'm tired of hearing these stories, let me know and I'll pull some other stories out of somewhere. (laughs) But last April, I decided I needed a second job. I knew I wanted to work somewhere that I could get a free gym membership to because, you know, being on a teacher's salary, I was broke, broke, but I still wanted to be able to do Pilates. So I took it upon myself to email every Pilates studio in Kansas City, basically, until someone finally responded to me. I had one interview with another studio, didn't get it. Finally, the studio that I'm at now responded to me and said that we could set up an interview. When I got to the interview, they didn't even have a front desk opening at the time. They literally made one for me one day every other week just because of how I presented myself in the email and in the interview. Two months later, the owner of the studio told me that she needed more instructors and to let her know if I knew anyone. Like as she was speaking to me in my head, I knew that I wanted to be an instructor, but I had, I also knew I had no experience and she didn't ask me if I wanted to become one. So the old me, and I think a lot of us could relate to this, would have just kept our mouths shut and went on with our lives, right? But closed mouths don't get fed. Something for some reason in me sparked that day and I was like, I'm going to speak up for once. Up until that point, speaking up for things that I wanted or needed was like extremely hard for me to do. Never asked questions, never asked for help. Someone had to like, there had to be a job posting online or something for me to apply to. And that's the most putting myself out there I'm going to be. I'm not going to like reach, I wasn't going to reach out to a company that I was interested in, but you should. Honestly, I don't think I just, I think I just didn't want to be annoying and I was afraid to hear the word no. But like I said, for some reason, something clicked in me that day and I was like, you know what, no one is going to come up to me on the street and ask me if I want to be an instructor since I have literally no experience. So if I want to actually make this happen, the only way for it to happen is if I spoke up and put myself out there. So I did. I told my studio's owner that I was interested. Two weeks later, I was going through training. One week later, I was tested out and I taught my first class. And here I am, 200 classes taught later. That happened because I made it happen, not because someone gave it to me. You have to make life happen for you. Don't let it happen to you. If you let life happen to you, you're always going to be on the rebound. You're just reacting to life situations. Why don't you just create life situations and not have to react to them? I have been a teacher for two years now. I, Like I said, I love my kids to death but something in me knows that it's not where I'm supposed to stay. I think a lot of people in life are so afraid of change, especially in their career. They're so afraid of like having to go back to school or like learning new things that they'll stay in a miserable career or a miserable job for years, sometimes their whole entire life. I literally don't believe in that. If you are miserable in a situation, whether it's a relationship, a job, a city, anything, get yourself out of it. 
you only, you seriously only like, I know we say it all the time. I don't think people really grasp the concept that you are only here for one lifetime. So if you decide that you hate your job, but you're being too lazy to change it, you're spending 20 years of your life not being happy for eight hours a day, five days a week. That makes no sense to me. Take control of your life. When I realized that I wanted to make fitness instructing my full-time gig, I knew that I was going to have to make some steps towards my dream and it they weren't going to be easy because I have literally no, like I was a college athlete. Yes, I'm a fitness girl. I have never been a fitness instructor, two very different things. And I wanted to make this change quick. So I knew I was going to have to get on it. It was going to cost me a lot of time, a lot of money, all that stuff. I bought my group fitness instructor certification study package in the beginning of December and I passed my test the first week of January. And now I'm certified to teach any group fitness class that I want and not just Pilates. Basically, you have to have that certification to be hired in any commercial gym, most private studios as well. And I knew that if this was going to be my full-time job, I can't just teach Pilates. I need to be multifaceted. With that being said, I failed the test the first time I took it. You had, I think, two hours for 120 questions. You have to get a 70 to pass. And the first time I got a 69. So I'm not saying like you're just going to start taking these steps towards your goal and everything is just going to magically fall into place because honestly that's bullshit and that's not how it works. There are going to be some shitty ass times that you're going through. There are going to be some bumps in the roads. There's going to be some setbacks financially, physically, mentally. It's not like that's how life works. Life ebbs and flows and that's what makes the good times so good is because you've been through the bad times. It's about how you respond to those setbacks, to those bad times that create the life that you want. When I got that fail result, I was pissed. I let myself be pissed for a week because you couldn't reschedule the test for a, oh, until a week after your failed test. But I set an alarm for that week after. It was a Wednesday morning, 8 a.m. First thing I did that morning, called the testi- testing company, paid 150 freaking dollars for a retest, <laughs> and then set up my next testing date and I passed with flying colors. It's about how you respond to these situations. Two weeks ago, I went to try out a new fitness studio here in Kansas City. It's not Pilates, but I loved the class. My friend took it before I did, and she told me that I was going to love it, and I I trust her opinion. It's like a heated full body. It's called burn. It's a full body workout. You use like lightweights, resistance bands, um, gliding discs in a heated room. Like It's really cool. So after the class, I went up to the instructor who actually ended up being the owner of the studio. I didn't know that at the time. And I just asked her, like, do you have to go through training to be an instructor here? Like, what certifications do you have to have? How does it kind of work? So on and so forth, we had this conversation and I have an audition there tomorrow morning. And all because I went up to this girl who I just was going to ask questions about, but actually ended up being the owner. Next day I emailed her my schedule and now I'm auditioning. Don't worry, I'll keep you guys updated on how that goes because I'm so nervous that my heart's in my butt. But my point is, I'm not here to brag on myself because, or anything like that. I'm just sharing my story, for example, because there are days when I am lazy as shit. Like, I mean, you guys can see it even with this podcast. Sometimes I'm like really on my game. I'm locked in and I always hit my goal of getting a new episode out every two weeks. And then sometimes I get one out every month and a half, like this episode, for example. Like I said, you'll have the ups and downs in life, but it's about how you respond to them. And we all have this idea of how we want life to be. In this picture of how we want it to go and at the end of the day that will never be
be your reality if you don't take any steps towards making that reality. You must actively seek out and create the reality that you want. I think one of the main reasons, something that holds a lot of people back from creating their dream life is this idea of fear. Whether it's fear of failure, fear of hearing no, fear of rejection, fear of not being good enough. While all of these fears are valid, we all feel these, but if you succumb to those fears, you're not going to get yourself anywhere. I was watching the challenge recently, which if you have not watched the challenge, I would highly suggest it. It It's literally my guilty pleasure. I'm like, I love it. I am obsessed with it. Every Wednesday night at 7 p.m., find me on my couch with my dog watching the challenge. And there are some sexy men on there too, ladies. So anyway, I bring this up because one of the recent episodes, one of the contestants said something that really stuck out to me. He said, it's all about having blind confidence in yourself. And when he said that, I was like, blind confidence. Because you don't want to be delusional. Like, you know, there are physic- physically, I cannot go squat 1,000 pounds. That's physically not possible for me. That's just delusional. But there's a difference between delusional and blind confidence. And blind confidence, I think, is a major key to success in life. We always hear the phrase, we are our biggest critics, right? And it's definitely true. We are always harder on ourselves than anyone else is going to be. We always doubt ourselves. We're so in our head. But the way I see it, you can either choose to be your um, biggest motivator or your biggest critic. You can be your biggest supporter or your biggest hater. It's up to you. You know, we are in a constant war with our minds of what we let stick with us. So it's all about your mindset. Like I said, I had no fitness instructor experience and now I'm teaching Pilates. Now I have no fitness instructor experience besides Pilates, but I'm auditioning for a different class format tomorrow. And I fully believe that I'm going to get it. At the end of the day, you are truly capable of anything and everything that you dream up to accomplish, but no one is going to hand it to you. You'll have to work for it. You'll have to have that blind confidence in yourself because there will be times that no one believes in you besides you, and that's totally okay. Prove them wrong. You'll have to put yourself out there. You'll have to ask for things. You'll have to get uncomfortable. You'll have to speak up for the things that you are and that you aren't okay with. And don't think this episode is just referring to career-wise or anything like that because it goes for any situation in life too. One of my New Year's resolutions was, I think I said resolutions. What is that? Is that even a word? One of my New Year's resolutions this year was to put myself back out there in terms of dating. About 75% of my time I spend, I love being single. I am completely content with it. I am an individual boss woman like through and through. But then there's about 25% of the times that I'm like, okay, I want a boyfriend. (laughs) Like someone come cuddle me, come watch a movie with me. You know what I mean? Then I think about the fact that I literally do nothing to actually find myself a boyfriend. (laughs) Like a man, as much as I would love it, is not just going to appear on my doorstep and confess his love for me. The only way that I will find a boyfriend is if I actually put myself out there, which is something that I'm currently working on. It is much harder for me for putting myself out there dating-wise than career-wise. Sometimes I'm too quote-unquote girl boss and not enough girl to social life, if you know what I mean. Anyway, let 2023 be a year that you stop holding yourself back, that you get past whatever mental block you're having in any part of your life, and you allow yourself to actively seek out and chase your dreams because you deserve that dream life that you see in your head. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have the best weekend of your entire lives. 
Go Chiefs, of course, especially Travis Kelsey. And I'll see you all next time. XOXO, the queen.